Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This woman in the place in Florida called Village of Pine Ridge shows that sometimes it's not what you do that makes the crime, it's what you say when you're doing it. Police there were called to the Burger King on County Road 466A Friday evening. And 77-year-old Judith Ann Black apparently wasn't happy with the food she was being served. Reports say after getting her sandwich and finding it unsatisfactory, she returned to the counter to complain. That ended up in a shouting match with an employee, which turned into assault when she threw the sandwich and hit the BK staffer, which turned into a felony when she used a racial epithet in anger to do so. By the way, police say Black was upset over the thickness of her tomato. <laughs> I'm upset when they put tomatoes on mine. That's exactly well. right. <laughs> and lettuce. I tell them, take, I'll take a yep. Whopper, but take all that, take all that other stuff that's... that's right. Potentially for salads. That's ex- <laughs> right. And salads aren't for me. That's kind of my motto. Oh, well, Cliff. Okay. <laughs> well, yesterday, Cliff, I had to be yeah. in Louisville. Oh, and, yeah, that's right. Uh huh. And I was uh, driving around there in the afternoon yeah. looking for something to eat. Yeah. And I saw it right there on the window of a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> okay. And their sign said, Yeah. Burritos. As big as your face. <laughs> and that made me go in there. And when I sat down, yeah. the waitress came over and I said, you do have burritos. Oh, yes. Do you need to measure my face? Do you have, <laughs> do you have a foot-long ruler? You can measure me up to see what size burrito that I can have. And did she re- reply to that? I wish she had a chuckled like you did, Cliff, because... Uh, <laughs> it was... <laughs> you know, it's probably not the first time they've heard that joke. You're probably right, but I thought it was so, you know, new and authentic whenever I went in there. It was new and authentic to you. Yes, it was. <laughs> I've never seen a sign like that in a window that said burritos oh. as big as your face. So, So I guess my question is... When the burrito actually showed up at your table, was it as big as your face? It's bigger than my face. Oh, it was bigger than It your was face. ginormous, yes. So that was not <laughs> false advertising at all. We'd most folks know about the standing joke about which the frequency and ease that the country of France is known to surrender. This story will not help that if it plays out as history has. Right now, what's going on along France's border with Belgium, near the Bel- Belgian village of Erkaline amounts to just words and some saber-rattling. It turns out a Belgian farmer was annoyed by a stone at the edge of his field that prevented a smooth turn with his tractor as he was planting, so he just picked it up and moved it, and then went to finishing his work. A short time later, a local history enthusiast was, enthusiast was hiking in the forest when he noticed the problem. The square white stone that the farmer had moved was actually a boundary marker between the countries of Belgium and France, and by moving it, technically the farmer had made France about eight feet smaller. The boundary marker itself dates to before 1820, when the border was officially established by a treaty made after Napoleon's defeat at Waterloo. French officials say they're hoping the farmer will just move the stone back, but if he doesn't, they'll have to summon a border commission that's been dormant since 1930. 
and won't it be hard to wake those guys up? They could also bring criminal charges against the farmer, or they could just surrender eight feet of homeland to Belgium and call it a day. <laughs> I bet you this is tied up for years, Cliff. I bet you're, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> Over eight foot that doesn't mount to anything. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it will be. I like the yeah. part about the guys from 1930. <laughs> hard to wake up. <laughs> nice touch there, Cliff. Thanks. Thank Here, you very much. Let's stop all the excitement right now on our text messaging service, which <laughs> I don't get to say very, which I don't get to say very often, Cliff. <laughs> What's going on? Well, there's usually no excitement, but everybody's excited about today being Cinco de Mayo. I don't know if it was because oh. I was talking about burritos as big as my as big as my face yesterday yep. when I was in Louisville. Did mention that it's just Cinco de Mayo is just basically St. Patrick's Day. With tacos and tequila. That's that's the only difference yeah, I can see well. there, Cliff. Yeah, you, you substitute one version of alcohol for another and then throw in some Mexican food. Yes, what is the stuff they always eat at St. Patrick's Day? Is it roast beef or something like that? It's like Corned beef. Corned beef and cabbage, I believe. Yes, it's just tacos and tequila. It'll be yeah. okay. I don't even think they really celebrate too much in Mexico about this. Uh, no, they don't. Ironically, it <laughs> means very little to them. And no. Cliff, you well know in the marketing world and the sales world, you have to target yeah. your selected audience with the product you have. Those two have to work together. Oh, that's exactly, exactly right, you, yes. You can't have a product, you know, like unicycles, and try to sell it to somebody that's 80 years old. That's not no. going to work for you. No, no, and, and people who are 21 don't need Geritol. Exactly, you know. yes. Yeah. And so I saw this story where a group of elderly tourists were in China, yeah. okay. and they went on a sightseeing tour that they all paid for, yeah. and they just kind of wandered them around on some of the sites. But it yeah. ended up at the cemetery they were trying to sell you plots in. <laughs> basically saying you're going to die soon you might as well get buried here and so there was some yeah. complaining there cliff that they thought that wasn't quite right the um, tourism officials say they're investigating but on a happy note they said yes the old folks did get lunch while they were there and i don't know if that would really <laughs> offset that for me if i was on that and, tour and, and what would be more a pleasant way to spend a break than lunch at the cemetery what are you doing? Ow! I started to play that cliff, and I hit the button. Yeah. And I caught a hangnail on my finger, and I hurt myself. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. There's been an injury on duty. Weed has caught his hangnail on the console. Trying to play bad boy, bad boy. And that's just how bad a boy you actually are. I, I think so. Well, Cliff, this isn't going to go as well as I anticipated, because I wanted the bad boy sound in the background while I was okay. talking about this. But no. What? <laughs> Evidently, Cliff, Yeah. I'm in like day number two of being a bad boy on Facebook, and I think I must have done something to make them mad, because I still can't answer anybody whenever I try to here on our Weed and Cliff in the morning yes. page. And, and and I know that that's one of the things that you, one of the parts of the job that you enjoy is being able to interact with uh, our friends who visit the Weed and Cliff Facebook page. Yes, because you never know what kind of a conversation you'll get into with uh, some you of know, our Facebook friends, and I can't do it. Some, some people don't realize that's a public public place everyone can see that exactly and i <laughs> i know cliff you're hard at work trying to convince the folks in 
at Facebook that I'm yeah. really not a bad boy at all. And yeah. perhaps you could tell them this story about my hangnail to help me out and get me back <laughs> on air. Because today, yeah. our question is, yeah. you wouldn't want to wake up to see one of these in your bed, starting with the letter R. And, of course, yeah. we had the usual, the rats, the raccoons, the rhinoceros, yep. which was kind of cute, the rhinoceros. You, you, don't, you don't want a rhinoceros in your bed. No. But the ones that kind of stood out for me, Cliff, and unfortunately I can't respond to anybody on their cute answers. Yeah. Reindeer was a good one. I wouldn't want to wake up in bed with a reindeer laying there beside nope, you me. Got, you, got, you got a point there. Uh, ratchet strap made me, you know, scratch my head a little bit. That's like, Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to do that now, would you? Cliff? Oh, I, I totally get it. Yeah. Now the hurtful one, of course, there always has to be one of those in there. Yeah. Uh, radio personality was on there, Cliff. I never even dreamed anybody <laughs> would put that <laughs> as something that starts with a letter R they wouldn't want to wake up in bed with. That's a little hurtful. <laughs> that one there. We, this guy in South Carolina found something you never want to find when you have to go to the bathroom. Authorities near Utahville say the unidentified man was on lunch break from his construction job way out in the woods when he stopped along a dirt road to answer his nature's, nature's call. Police didn't say if he had dialed number one or number two, just that when he had started doing what he needed to do, he looked down and found a dead body. Investigators later said finding a dead body in the woods would likely scare the crap out of anybody, and this is no exception. The coroner's office is now working to identify the human remains after they separated from the other human remains, and a TV station in the region reports the incident actually happened several weeks ago, but it was just now leaked to the media. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my head around all of this, and I really don't want to. I'm about half wrapped yep. on this, Cliff. That's what <laughs> I am. Half wrapped. <laughs> about half wrapped. Cliff, I've been sitting here thinking. It's been a long time since, uh, well, entertainers got to entertain all of us, especially uh, music artists. You know whenever the artists finally get to go back out on stage, they're a little bit pent up too. And so they're going to be like bringing their A game, welcoming you and everyone else back. Yes. And that gets me to thinking about the Eric Church ticket giveaway. <laughs> okay. You know, he's going to be in Evansville at the Ford Center. Yeah. And I thought, Cliff, tomorrow perhaps we would play the old game for Eric Church tickets are you smarter than a DJ? <laughs> I think okay. that would be a good one to welcome back the concerts yeah. to this area. Are you smarter than a DJ? And we mentioned earlier, Cliff, about the yeah. are you smarter than a DJ contest coming up yes. tomorrow on this program. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with being confident that you're going to win something. Yeah. But sometimes the downfall that we all have is being overly mm -hmm. confident. Yes. We've had that before when we played that game. Agreed. Listeners come in and they think they've got it and they don't go to the brain for help and boom, yep. they lose. Mm -hmm. During the news at nine, we got this call, Cliff. Uh, am I smarter than a DJ? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, we'll find out. <laughs> Prove it. Yes, that's tomorrow. Right. For Eric Church tickets here on the Morning yeah. Road Show. Well, you might think, Cliff, that after a year yeah. of living with a pandemic, mm -hmm. we would be a little more careful with our health and our bodies and what we do with it. 
And you would be absolutely wrong in thinking that. Of course. Yeah. There are times, Cliff, that I yeah. eat stuff, and after I eat it, I just wonder if I should be charged with a hate crime against my own arteries. <laughs> now, the new trend going around, yeah. and I usually hear the word trend and think the majority of time, don't do this. And I'm saying that right now. Don't yeah. do this. But okay. the new thing is people yeah. are eating rotten meat. Because it makes them feel euphoric. It's called high meat time. That's what they call it, Cliff. So, and so, meat, so, so the meat is rotten, and they're eating it anyway because it makes them feel euphoric. They think the mold and bacteria is yeah. what's making them feel euphoric, which begs the question, I'm sure, Cliff. Yeah. Will it make you sick to eat? rotten decomposed meat or possibly even kill you <laughs> the answer there simply is yeah yes it definitely could kill you and make you really sick so let's not do right. this anymore yeah yeah what you're talking what you're feeling all that stuff it's botulism <laughs> <laughs> it's time now for take it to the bank okay inspired by my trip to louisville kentucky yesterday yes in downtown louisville whether you know it or yeah. not there's a couple of streets there, one called Preston and the other called Jackson. Okay. I know in the downtown area, these streets are all one way. And they're three lanes wide like a NASCAR race. And <laughs> that's the way everybody drives on these two roads downtown, like it's a NASCAR okay. race. Oh, yeah. So when you're driving down those roads and the person from Jefferson County, Kentucky decides, hey, I'm going into that parking garage now. That causes trouble for the rest of us when you don't turn on your turn <laughs> signal. Oh, yeah. It got really dicey there, Cliff, and it was close for about three of the vehicles there. Okay. And so I probably said words that I shouldn't have said. Okay, I did say words I shouldn't have said yesterday when that <laughs> happened. But it's far enough away from the Sabbath. I think I'm okay. And then today, Cliff, I get into work yeah. and I do a little research on this because I'm still upset about it. Yeah. And I find out that anger should not have been where I had my heart. Where should it have been? It should have been on empathy and a bit of sympathy and understanding. Because, Cliff, I found out yeah. that it costs you and I and everyone listening somewhere between 21 and 29 cents every year just to use our turn signals. That's right. 21 to 29 cents is what it costs us, Cliff. Based <laughs> How do you on that? Based on the amount of energy that your turn signals use and the tiny, tiny amount of gas that it takes to produce that energy for your turn signals. <laughs> so, Cliff, perhaps yeah. the driver in front of me was trying to save a few pennies by not turning on their turn signal. See, isn't that a better way to look at it? I suppose. <laughs> Too broke to use their turn signals. Yeah. And all of that you can take to the bank. Cliff, was anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Upset over the thickness of her tomato. Number two. You don't want a rhinoceros in your bed. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today charged with a hate crime against my own arteries. 
<laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.